Blog Talk Radio. Hi, welcome to the fourth week, episode number four of Thyroid Nation Talk Show Radio Live. How are you guys? I'm Dana Bowman, founder of thyroidnation.com. And I'm Tiffany Maladich of Grateful Garden, not Biz. Also known as Dana and Tiffany, bringing you the voices of thyroid advocates, clinicians, bloggers, and thyroid thrivers everywhere. In a few minutes, we'll be talking live with Jen Whitman of Thyroid Living Care, one of my favorite people. We've never met, but she's been with me since the beginning of Thyroid Nation, and I just love her to death. I know you're excited to talk to her. Tiffany, as uh, you know, she's one of our favorite, she has one of our favorite guided approaches for thyroid care, so I'm really kind of excited. What about you? I am very excited, and I I love the fact that uh, a central focus for Jen is giving back, not just financially, but also time and educational programs and health and nutrition, so I am very excited. I think she's an amazing person to follow. Yes, absolutely. Okay, a few things about us before we get started. Hopefully, if you tuned in last week, which we hope you did, you heard us chatting with the fabulous Dr. Hedberg. He was wonderful. If you missed it, you can listen to it in the archives on the ThyroidNation.com page. There's a Thyroid Nation radio link at the top right. If you'll click it, it'll take you down to the archives. He had some wonderful things. He was great, wasn't he, Tiffany? He was awesome, yes, and and touched on some really key subjects of you know that don't often get covered. So yeah, he was awesome, awesome, awesome. And it was and it was kind of neat because um, this week I've had a couple of people ask me questions like on Thyroid Nation Facebook page and and just in some other things, and and they were questions that we directly covered with Dr. Hedberg, and so I would kind of answer a little bit. So I was like, hey, did you listen to the show he directly spoke about these specific things so it was kind of neat you know so anyway if you didn't get a chance to listen to it you can always go back and hear all of the shows Isabella Wentz, Michelle Bickford, Dr. Hedberg they're all in the archives so if you miss one you can you can hear them at any time also starting this week you'll be able to see the list of winners for our great gift giveaway for for our one year anniversary yeah it's right underneath the Thyroid Nation radio it'll say um Great gift giveaway, and there's surprises that's listed right right there, but no names yet, and we will be putting the names out there uh, so you can everybody see who won what, so that's kind of exciting. We're still missing about 10 people out of, uh, I don't know, 40 or so, so we're hoping that they'll check their inboxes and see if they were one of the lucky winners. What else? Oh, at the very bottom of Thyroid Nation radio page, if you look scroll down, you can see uh, the lineup. The wonderful and innovative guests we have scheduled uh, for the for the show, and so you can you can check out who's coming up, and we're already scheduled for all the way through I guess September twentieth. That you is can imagine. incredible. Uh, we have a few dates in there that I know, I know. That's what I thought. I can't believe it when I scroll down and look, and there's just a few dates missing, but there's some people that, that are thinking about dates. So so it looks like it might be filled up here pretty quick. So I'm kind of excited. I think that's crazy. Not what I expected at all, but wonderful crazy. So, An awesome lineup. Okay. It's an awesome what lineup, else? too. Well, uh, speaking yeah, of the no. um, Thyroid Nation radio page, as always, we want to send a very, very big thank you out to the amazing Thyroid Nation radio team advisors, which truly they're so supportive and and we just it's very important to both of us to thank them every week uh Raina Kranz, Laura Schuneman, 
Melissa Phipps, Blythe Clifford, Penny Jensen, Sarah Downing, and Marissa Ravello, which all have their own amazing stories and journeys, um, so very different, all so very important, and so much to learn from all of them. And you can read about their bios as well as their great blogs and websites and uh, support groups uh, at the thyroidnation.com, Thyroid Nation radio page. They're, they've got some, some great stories there. So please check in with those women who make this radio possible. And something funny. I don't know if it's funny or not, but it was funny to Tiffany. And I, um, <laughs> Tiffany asked me uh, where my thyroid driver's story was. And I was uh, thinking, well, um, I don't know. I, I guess I didn't write one. I put it on the About Us page. And we realized that that was not the right place for it because Thyroid Nation isn't solely just me. It's a, I'm, I'm the spokesperson for Thyroid Nation, but Thyroid Nation is a collective of everybody and not one approach or one method. And so I have been challenged to write my Thyroid Thriver straight. But what's funny about it was that when she asked me, she said, so where's your thyroid driver's story? And I said, well, where's yours? <laughs> she doesn't have one either. <laughs> so in the next couple of weeks, you will see both of our thyroid driver's story on the thyroid driver's page because we feel that that is really important. We've talked we about got our caught in our own story pickle. and our, our that's right. So so we're going to be, um, we ch- we challenged each other to, to get our thyroid story up. So we'll be sharing those with you in the next couple of weeks. So I thought that Game's was a little on. quick funny. I wanted to. That's right. I got Game another on. funny. You want another, you want another quick yeah. funny before we, yes. before we bring Jen in? Yes. When you were talking about Dr. Hedberg last week, I was thinking he had a great voice, a great deep voice. So just for the listeners out there, um, you know, I enjoyed his voice so much, but no, I am not trying to mimic his wonderful heady voice today. <laughs> I'm trying to be Dr. Hedberg. I am. I'm just, that's what came through my mind and it made me laugh, so I had to share that. So when you said that, <laughs> oh, what a goob. Okay. Dana, are you still with us? I think we have lost Dana. Oh, gosh, she started laughing so hard she probably disconnected. So while I'm we're here. waiting, oh, thank goodness. Jen, are you here? Hello. I am, yes. I you... didn't hit unmute. <laughs> so... Okay, so somehow, somehow Dana dropped. Oh, Dana. And Dana dropped, so we've lost Dana for the moment, which is okay. She'll okay. call back in. She's She calls in on a on a line that can drop and stuff. So, um. So anyways, let's get this thyroid nation thriving, right, Jen? So let me let me give you a quick introduction, uh, which is normally Dana's normally Dana's, Dana's thing because this is her, her program. So uh, but today our guest is Jen Whitman, founder of the fabulous loving supporting healing protocol thyroid loving care. Um, Jen is a certified holistic health care expert thyroid autoimmune coach, and thyroid thriver herself. Thank you, Jen, for your story, your thyroid thriver story. She has degrees in culinary arts, psychology, transformational coaching, nutrition, and Italian, and spent a year in Italy honing her cooking skills. That had to be the coolest thing ever. Plus, Jen is author of three books. (laughs) Oh, I can't even imagine. Um, Bon appetito, right? That's amazing. So, and author of three uh, three books, 
Healing Hashimoto's Naturally, which got fabulous reviews on Amazon. Jen, that is so cool. Thank uh, you. The partner's Hi, guide I'm here. To... You're back. Thank God. How are you clicking yourself in and out? I don't know. <laughs> okay, so, Sorry, Jen. so again, we have hit a glitch. Costa Rica. <laughs> <laughs> Whiz, for the love of Pete. Well, welcome back. Welcome back, Dana. Hey, thank you. <laughs> okay, so I was just telling them about Jen's books, and welcome, Jen. We are so happy to have you uh, joining us. Can you hear us thank both you. okay? I'm so happy to, yes, I can hear you both. It's great. And unfortunately, I'll have the opposite voice to your guest last week because mine is high-pitched and very young-sounding. <laughs> We're covering all tones here today. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure all the well, hearing impaired are getting correct tones. That's right. <laughs> and I don't know if um, if anybody can tell, but uh, Tiffany has been uh, dealing with a bout of a cold, so her voice kind of mm-hmm. goes in and out. I've been teasing her for the past few days. We weren't sure if she was going to be able to talk a few days ago, so we've got Jim with her thing and, and Tiffany with hers and me and my call dropping. So, you know, <laughs> just keep your fingers crossed. We're on the air <laughs> See, for the whole hour and a half. What Dana and I have figured is that the universe is providing all these glitches for us so we, we can respond quickly and efficiently and make sure that everything keeps flowing. And I think we do okay with that, Dana. I don't know about you, but I think we do okay. I do, too. I do, and we just giggle and laugh and have a good time through it. So, so Jen, you you are amazing. Amazing. So I would love personally to hear about your story because you have really just been through so much and overcome so much. I just think it's it's just a very, very cool story. So can you share with the listeners that aren't familiar with you um, about your journey? Sure. Yeah, it's sort of, I mean, it's kind of a really long story. So I'm going to try and keep it as abridged as possible because there's so many layers, it seems, to it. But, um, you know, basically I think all of this, thyroid stuff really started happening to me in childhood with my poor eating habits. And I ate a lot of non-foods like Kraft macaroni and cheese and Dinty Morby stew and TV dinners and fast food and Hostess products and I never drank water and like my liquids were basically Pepsi-free, which I don't even think is around anymore, but that's kind of showing my age. And um, Gatorade. (laughs) But I never, you know, I just wasn't ever nursing myself well as a child, and, and I felt a lot um, weaker and lethargic compared to my my peers. So I kind of think things started there, but what really, you know, what people consider my real story is that in, um, in 2006, I experienced a major emotional and physical trauma when my husband and I were hit by a semi-truck. And this really changed the trajectory of our lives, both of our lives, and from that, accident, I had a mild traumatic brain injury, I was disabled for a period of time with physical injuries, and I had PTSD. And I think this was, I I mean, we are very, very grateful and lucky to be alive. And every day we think our lucky start that we are here because it it was really an amazing accident to live through. and And neither one of us thought while it was happening that we were going to make it out. So we're very happy to be here in whatever form we're in <laughs> right now. Right. So, but that you know, is so traumatic. It was. I mean, it changed everything. My mood, um, my body 
clearly. And I think it really was the beginning of what, you know, leaky gut, like what we now know as leaky gut, because, you know, they're showing that more and more, um, more and more studies are showing this connection to trauma and also brain injury and stress, obviously, with, you know, with your gut starting to deteriorate a little bit. So between, you know, the stress and the trauma of the accident and the brain injury, you know, my, address, my gut and my adrenals started to become really taxed. But I really think that the tipping point was getting pregnant and giving birth to my son. Because, you know, it's well known that hormonal swings in pregnancy or from pregnancy and childbirth can trigger Hashimoto's and thyroid imbalance if that is, you know, you're kind of ripe for it. And in my case, I really was. I mean, I, I once looked up the typical profile of somebody with, you know, an onset of thyroid disease, and I could check almost everything off the list. It was like a woman in her mid-30s, extreme stress, trauma, exposure to environmental toxins, and I lived next to LAX airport for 15 years, breathing in and out that jet fuel and in an area that had a lot of mold. You know, I experienced the trauma. I had poor chi- uh, poor diet, and then I gave birth to a child. So it was like everything, and it was like blammo. Here you are, Hashimoto's. So, so you were the poster child. Yeah, basically, I I am or was the poster child for for Hashimoto's. So um, that's sort of my story. But I don't know. Do we have a minute um, for me to share what happened when I was trying to get a diagnosis? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I feel like so many people share this experience, and I just want people to know that they're not alone in this. But basically, here I was, you know, a new mom, and I noticed I couldn't do anything the other new moms I knew were doing. You know, I barely had the energy to get up and take care of my newborn, and I started losing all this hair, and I was started having panic attacks and depression, and I was getting overwhelmed at the thought of even taking my baby out to the park or to the playground or to joining any groups or for a walk in the stroller. Like I literally couldn't find it in myself to do what every other, you know, quote, normal mom does with her newborn baby. So I like head off to the doctor and say, you know, something's wrong. My body doesn't feel right. My moods aren't right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm panicking. I've never experienced this before. And the doctor just blows me off and says, you know, oh, it's stress and exhaustion from being a new mom. Don't worry about it. In a few months, you'll, you know, everything will go back to normal. Um, mm. But then, you know, I knew in my core, no, this isn't right. Like, this is not me. This is not my body. And I'm seeing other people who have just given birth. And they're, like, up and ready and robust and so strong. And I just felt so weak and, like, I couldn't even, you know, function as a person. And and that kind of increased into a little bit of panic because it's like, how am I going to take care of this child? I, I can barely care for myself right now. So I go to doctor after doctor after doctor and time and time again and blood test after blood test. You know, I'm being told, you're all right. You're just tra- tired. It's all in your head. It's just stress. You need to stop stressing so much. And, you know, all your all your blood work is in the normal range. You're totally fine. We've checked your thyroid. You know, everything's in the normal uh, normal range. So it ends up taking, you know, 12 doctors and two emergency room visits because I had these digestive and panic attacks that were so strong I almost blacked out. So, like, oh, I'm wow. telling my husband, you know, you got to call the ambulance. You have to get me to the hospital and one thing you should know about me is I'm, like, already kind of geared toward natural health. And so, like, I had my baby at home. I'm not a big hospital lover. So for me to say, 
you got to get, call an ambulance, I have to go to the hospital, means I think I'm about to die right now. Like, something is so wrong, you have to get me to the hospital. So, you know, finally after this 12 doctors and two emergency room visits where, you know, everything is normal, you're just stressed out, blah, 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 and I get completely disregarded. And, and some doctors just, like, get annoyed with my questions and treat me like, oh, I'm, I'm the doctor and you don't know what you're talking about, and so just get over it and get out of here. You know, I finally find a functional doctor that I wasn't even going to for me. I was, um, when my son was two, two, two and a half years old, we realized he really had some serious digestive trouble. So we go to this doctor that's recommended for him. And that doctor looks at me within five minutes of knowing me and says, what's going on with you? And I just started crying in his office and said, for the last two and a half years, this is what's been going on. Um, nobody seems to know what it is. Everybody's telling me I'm fine and that it's on my head and I can't even do this anymore and I'm just sobbing. And the doctor, I know exactly what this is. I'm going to give you a blood test oh to show God. you. And he gives me the full functional medical panel plus the <laughs> antibody test, which show I have Hashimoto's. So I finally get diagnosed. I mean, that's like the, the best part of the story. It's like I finally get this diagnosis, but it took years and years to get diagnosed. And it also took years and years for this process to happen where, you know, I got triggered into Hashimoto's. So that's my story. <laughs> well, and it's and I'm just sitting here kind of, you know, trying to ingest all of it. I've actually read read your book and I've read the story and I've heard the story I've heard you say it before, but hearing you know, hearing you live and, and me and Tiffany talking to you, you know, I I got goosebumps. It's 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 a story that a lot of people feel, you know, happens to, to them and, and What's so crazy is that as you're talking and as you're telling me, you know, I go through this. I'm a I'm a, a Libra, so I'm on the scales. So I'm going this way and I'm leaning this way and I'm leaning this way. She's saying, and I'm like, dang, those doctors, oh, that's so frustrating. And then she says she has to go to the hospital, the emergency room. And I'm like, oh, thank goodness for doctors, how great that she could go. And there was a place that you could go, like a hospital where you feel like you can be saved if you feel like you're dying. So on the one hand, I'm here, I am going, dang, those doctors. On the next hand, I'm going, thank goodness for doctors, you know, uh, conventional medicine the doctors. Balance. I'm going back and forth. The ba- it's just a good balance is what we're all looking for. And, and what we yeah. want is for it to be more mainstream, this information. And that's where they're missing the the point. That's where everything's kind of lost in the gap because here you went to this functional medicine type doctor, not a mainstream, you know, uh, conventional medicine doctor, and that's where you got your diagnosis. So we're just wanting all of this to be be more, you know, known and things. And, And so I was going back and forth listening to your story, and it's a story that a lot of people have, don't you think? It's It's certainly not you. I've heard this over and over before. What do you think? Well, definitely. I mean, um, my client, um, of all my clientele, like everybody's got almost an identical story. Like something happened in their life, and then they got sick, and then they just went from doctor to doctor to doctor. And right. finally, they either ended up with like an integrative doctor, which they all are doctors. Like an integrative and a functional doctor is still an MD, and usually they have additional right. training. And it's just the method in which they to look at the body. So conventional doctors tend to just look at. Uh, one system or one organ or how one thing is breaking down, whereas a functional doctor is still a doctor and has, if you know, the basic degree plus more, and they're looking at it as, you know, 
how is all of this working together? Oh, I see that your adrenals are weak or I see that your liver is is congested and your vitamin D is low and your thyroid looks a little sluggish and, oh, I'm seeing antibodies over here. They're looking at everything and saying, what is the whole picture, you know, of what's going on in your body? So, I mean, I think a lot of it, could change if there was just more thyroid education in um, medical school and if more kind of credence was given to the fact that dietary and lifestyle play a huge role in the healing process. So there's a medical role, there's, you know, your diet and lifestyle, there's everything works together to, you know, get you back to health. So instead of just looking at symptom early, you have to look at the root cause so that you can actually reverse what is going on and support your body so it can heal itself. But I think it's a very typical um, story that people just go, they go to endocrinologists, they go everywhere looking, you know, they go through the standard, you know, way that you go and find doctors and specialists and they're just getting disregarded left and right and told it's all in your head. Or, or I've, I mean, I've had more than one doctor and more than one client tell me they've had this experience where the doctor really gets angry with you for asking them questions. Which is your oh, right terrible. Mhm. I've heard that yeah. too lately. Even like a lot lately, like where they get, where someone was even saying, uh, the the doctor uh, said, "Well, if you say one more thing about that, then I'm, you know, you're going to have to leave." Like really? Like oh my goodness! Like, what? Right? It's, it's, it's terrible. I think Crazy. that's really. I think that's really important too uh, for our listeners. I think you know um, there are some physicians that are somewhat trainable. What I mean by that is that they're willing to go, you know, they're willing to hear you and to appreciate um, the patient's knowledge and experience and whatever. And then there's some that are just not. And so it, it's, it's often, you know, oftentimes really important to sort of evaluate your practitioner. And what I mean by that is are they listening? You know, can they hear you? Because if they can hear you, then, then it's a workable situation possibly. But if they cannot hear you and there's too much ego and your opinion of your own body or your studies of your own body or your symptoms of your own body, um, they're not listening, then it's time to find a new practitioner. We, we have a great question from Blythe, uh, Jen. Uh, mm-hmm. Blythe wants to know, how did you begin to heal yourself? So now you have this diagnosis and you have this aha moment of, holy Moses, okay, so we've had this going on for years and years and years. What did you do? What were your initial steps to begin to heal yourself? Yeah, so, you know, it wasn't a straight line, I can tell you that, in terms of healing. Um, so I have the, di- the, the doctor who diagnosed me, and obviously I thought, because I'm like, finally, somebody got it, he must know more, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he um, had sort of like a <coughs> procedure for everybody, no matter kind of what you came in with. He had a standard procedure he said he sent people through. And so he kind of put me into, he had me do chelation, which was a mistake for my body. And he had me on all these supplements, which was a mistake for my body. And basically, I, I wasn't getting better on his protocol. So I came to him because I had this intuition and and what I've really learned through this process is to tune into myself and what my body is saying to me because you're Yay. the only one that's living in your body, right? I mean, nobody knows how your body feels. You, only you do. So, you know, I just tuned in, and my body was saying, like, there's something with your food. There's something with your food. What is it? Like, I couldn't figure it out, right? Because here I was eating a lot better than I had been as a child. I was, you know, I moved to California. I lived there for 20 years. And so I had sort of this, 
awareness of organic food and non-GMOs and, and just kind of cleaner food sources. But I was eating, I'm from the Midwest, I was eating a ton of bread and cheese, just bread and mm-hmm. cheese and more cheese and bread and all those good foods that I just love. And But I knew, like, something inside of the thing, there's dietary components. So I asked this doctor, who I just think is a genius, right, and I just say, you know, is there anything I should be doing with my diet that could be supporting me? And his answer was, oh, no, that's not going to really make a big difference. You know, just be eat clean 80% of the time and, um, you know, 20% of the time you can cheat. Well, that was no that was no information for me. That was nothing. That was just like, okay, that's a non-answer. So I decided to start digging. And one of the first places I found, thank goodness, was Chris Kresser's website, which I think he's amazing. And started oh, to learn him. about, I love him, right? <laughs> he's fantastic. Mm-hmm, yes. And I started to learn about gluten's role in autoimmunity. So I would say, like, the very first step I took was to get off of gluten, and immediately my um, antibody count started to reverse just with that one change. And when I noticed that, I really got even more empowered and was like, you know what, I'm going to figure this out for myself because now I've seen 13 doctors. Within all these 13 doctors, there were specialists. There were the two emergency room visits. It was like I need to get in touch with myself and figure out what it is and start researching it myself. So there are many, many, many things, much longer than this one interview that you can do to start helping yourself. But the first thing I did was I took gluten out of my diet, and that had a huge uh, um, effect on me. And then there there are more and more and more. So um, I'm not sure how detailed you want me to go into it. but um, No, but I do, I do want to ask you I do want to ask you one quick question uh, just for the listeners. Um, is what were you noticing? Like, what what did you experience with gluten, or what what was telling you, as Jen Whitman, this is not working for me? Was it you know what were your symptoms that you knew like okay, so this has got to be one of the first steps to go? Anything that stood out to you? Yes, well, definitely. Well, what's funny is I didn't realize physically why I needed to get rid of gluten. It was from reading. You know, first I started with reading Chris's information, and then I started following his research, that, or the research that he was using in his articles, and I would start to read those actual research sources, and then I started doing my own digging. And more and more articles and research I was finding was showing this connection. So I really gave it a try just because of the connection I was seeing in the research, which was saying, and I'm, I'm scientific at heart, um, and my degree is in psychology from university. So it's like I, I am one of these people who I love to see it in the research as well. You know, I, I believe that there should be a, a, a huge scientific portion and, like, the, the kind of spiritual, meaning, like, you've tuned into yourself. You're using your intuition. I think both of those portions are really important when you're trying to figure out your own health care. But um, what I learned afterward, you know, after I took it out, I realized, I'm not bloated anymore. I'm not gassy anymore. I'm actually having regular bowel movements. Like, I have more energy. So it wasn't that I noticed I had those things before and was like, oh, I should go off gluten because that will, that will take Just that away. Just the benefits it after. That. It was the benefits after. That's very cool. That's, that's really important to understand, too. Some people feel horrible before, but just by removing it, you know, you felt better and then went, oh, so maybe that was what it is. That's, that's a really cool point. So thank you for answering well, it that. Is Sorry. No, it is it is a, a good point, um, especially because you know you're you're not sure, and you're not you're you know to to be able to read the science 
and then put it into to motion and then actually see some results and positive results. So you like did all the steps and actually worked for you. So, I mean, that's, that's a really cool point. One of the things, one of the other questions I think um, Blythe Clifford, who's on our team, she asked was that um, sometimes when people are trying to heal their, their Hashimoto's naturally or their thyroid or whatever it is, they, um, they try to do too many things at once. They try to take sugar and dairy and gluten and soy mm-hmm. and take a bunch of supplements and all that, <laughs> and right? And it's a lot of things to do. So what, what do you think? What is the path that people should take? You know, what changes should they make first? Like, okay, obviously gluten. And then, I mean, would that be your first thing? Try, try to start with gluten and see what, see what that does. And then what would be the next thing, Jen? I would say, well, first I just want to say I'm going to go through those steps, but um, that I think that is what you said is such an important point. It's the biggest mistake people make when they're starting the healing process is that they try to change everything at once, and it's very overwhelming. It's completely, you cannot sustain that, and it's sort of a recipe for failure, and then you give up, right? So you don't want to um, do everything at once. You want to make, one, you know, the small things add up. You want to make one change at a time. Just do one change per week or per two weeks or per month. Like, once you get that as part of your new habit, then add the next thing. And then that's also a way that you can, you know, tune into yourself and see what's working. I mean, maybe maybe gluten wasn't, wasn't enough. Maybe you have to go grain-free. Who knows? You know, but, you know, if you try and make all the changes at once, you don't know which change is actually helping you out and which ones really aren't that important. So going from that point, I, I would say my second thing is always to cut out coffee. And it's the least favorite thing that people hear me say uh. and people hate. I, I get plenty of hate mail over that. <laughs> but, um, no, no. I know. It's the worst. And let me tell you, I lived in Italy for a year, and I started my day with a cafe in the morning. And then, you know, I would have one maybe after my dinner, after my lunch, and then, you know, moving back here, we we drink like these 16 ounce, 32 ounces of coffee all the time. Oh, my definitely, gosh. <laughs> definitely a part of my life. And while I was undiagnosed and I had just given birth to my son, like I was, you know, well, not just, I guess when he was about a year or so, I started just drinking coffee because I wasn't diagnosed and I was so fatigued and I was drinking it by the gallons, right? So when I learned what an effect the coffee, that caffeine has on your adrenals and how just constantly assaulting your body with coffee can keep you highly inflamed and can keep you from healing, I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to have to make this change. And I tried it, and within three days, I had more energy than I had had in years. I couldn't even believe it. I couldn't believe I could have energy without coffee. And here it was, I took it out of my diet. I had headaches for about two days, and that's, that's a, a big sign that you are addicted to it. Um, mm-hmm. And so it wasn't painless, you know, but it wasn't, it wasn't something you can overcome. But coffee is for sure, the, it, would, it, it does so much. When you take it out, it does so much to relieve your body of certain stress and inflammation and to stop taxing your adrenals and to stop shooting cortisol out. You know, it helps everything, your nervous system. It helps your adrenals repair. It helps your gut repair. And it just gives you more energy. And that's what so many so of us I, are I have after. A stupid, I have a stupid question. I'm, I'm coming mm. at you, Jen, because <laughs> as someone who has been chronically ill their whole life, you know, I don't do sugar. I don't do a lot of gluten. I don't do this. I don't do that. And my, my CRP, my SED rate are ridiculously low. 
and I do my one cup of coffee. The big joke with me is don't take away my coffee, right? I have one mm-hmm. six-ounce, maybe eight-ounce cup, you know, a, a coffee cup, which is never six ounces. That's, you know, coffee cups are always, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit bigger than that. So, eight, ten. But I do yeah. my one Right. I do my one cup of coffee in the morning with my coconut oil and my coconut milk, so I'm not loading it with sugar, not loading it with artificial creamers and blah, blah, blah. Is there any hope for me? Can I hold on to my one cup of coffee, or, or is it really an abuse? Help me, Jen, please. No. Is there is there any hope for those of us that are just like, yeah, but this is it's ritualistic, and, you know, it's something that helps me wake up. It warms me in the morning. Is there any hope for me that I can hang on to my one cup of coffee? Or are you dealing and addressing mainly abuses when you're doing it all day long? Be quiet, Dana. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what, what are your it, thoughts it, on that? It definitely depends on the individual. But what I would first say to everybody, because whether you're giving up gluten or you're giving up sugar or you're giving up grains or you're giving up coffee you're giving you feel like you're giving up something but you have to look at it two ways like one way is 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 what you're giving up worth more than actually feeling vibrant and healthy and having the energy to do all the things that you want to do and to feel well i mean is that cup of coffee more important than than being symptom free that's one way you have to look at it and the other thing is to know that your everybody's body is different. So what you can do is just take it out for a week or two and see, is there? do I notice a change? Am I feeling more energy? Do I feel better with this? Or or is it something my body can still tolerate well and it's really not so affecting my symptoms? With it's mainly yeah. per person and really listening if, if, if it's making you ill or if it's Right, right. So thank you. I would give you a big hug and a kiss right now if I could reach right through this phone. But I, I promise no, no. I will pay more more no. close attention. No, no. She didn't give you no, she didn't give you the go ahead. No, no, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. What Let she me said was Anna. you need to try it. You need to try taking it out first and see if you feel better. No, no, that doesn't mean you get to wake up in the morning and have another cup of coffee. No, no. What she means is try taking it out and see see how you feel right Jen <laughs> that you you heard me right you heard me right it was that yes I what I'm advocating for is that you take it out for a few weeks and see if you notice the difference in your symptoms and your you know everything I've, I just had a friend who's also part of my program she was recently um, diagnosed with Hashimoto's and she's like oh my god well thank god you went through this before I did I mean she's been watching my journey we've known each other for 20 years and so she got into my program and obviously I recommend going coffee and some other things and she said for the first time in four years or three years she hasn't had this chronic back pain she had and she realizes that it has been attributed to all the inflammation and inflammatory foods and beverages she's been drinking so there are random symptoms that you may have been living with for so long and you may not you know you may almost be used to it you may not even remember what normal feels like and okay so Jen I'm going to credit you feel better I'm going to credit you with this for all the listeners and for Dana who checks in with me every morning first thing. I am going to give up coffee for one week starting tomorrow just for you, Jen. And I will, I will give it a shot. Okay. And, and I'm a woman of my word. When I say it, I will do it. So for just for you, Jen, I will do that. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I have no idea. 
And I probably won't message you tomorrow or the next day. I'm just saying. <laughs> you got to keep a safe distance. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, my That's gosh. Right. Oh, I'm going to be grumpy. Look out. No, I'm just kidding. I'm teasing. But I will do it, honestly. I will do it. I will do it for the listeners, and I will do it for you, Jen. Uh, honestly, Thank you. I will do it. That's great. <laughs> And we'll, and we'll report back next next week on the, on the live show. So we'll see how it goes. Wait, we'll, we'll let everybody wait, my know. Husband, my husband is packing luggage with the kids right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, what we do to feel better, right? That's right. What we do to feel better. Okay, so Jen, hone us in more on your amazing protocol and, and what you have to offer and teach people. And why do we stay okay. sick? I know you've talked a little bit on that, but yeah. Well, yeah, let's talk about why we stay sick. I mean, so much of it, sort of like what I, the example I just gave you, is about mentality and mindset, and you know, kind of like emotional triggers. A lot of, especially when it comes to diet, um, a lot of us have emotional, you know, triggers around food, or where uh, I consider us kind of a nation of emotional eaters. I mean, we eat when we're sad, we eat when we're stressed, we eat when we're happy, we eat when we're just next to somebody. I mean, we just eat all the time, and so. You know, a lot of it has to go with the mindset. So, you know, we stay sick, um, one, if we don't believe that we can heal. So there's that, you know, famous Henry Ford quote, you know, he says, if you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And I love that quote because it's like if you believe that you're not going to heal, you're really not going to do anything that it takes to do it. If you believe that your body is, is wise and your heart beats without you thinking about it every moment and your brain functions without you thinking about it every moment and that your body is this miraculous machine that knows how to repair itself and knows how to function every day and that if you give it what it needs to repair itself, it will. If you believe you can heal, you have a great chance of healing. And so that's one big portion of mindset. But another part is just that especially in this country in particular, we have this sort of, we play by the rules. You know, we have to follow doctor's orders. The doctor knows best. Um, Everyone is on this medicine for thyroid condition, so I should be on that because that's what everybody else is doing. Or, you know, believing that the endocrinologist is the person, you know, who knows everything, and even if your body's telling you differently, you just follow those rules. I mean, we were all kind of raised to respect authority and that these people who are highly trained know better than us but nobody knows your body better than you right so yes they they know things we don't know right but if you're also doing research you may know things that they don't know and I've had several conversations with doctors where I've brought up a point and they're like oh I'll have to research more about that I've never heard of that before and you know I thought well if I can google it you can too so you know, the mentality of we have to play by these certain rules and healing can keep people stuck. And then also some people find it easier to stay stuck because, and, and that's hard to say, but sometimes having the excuse of having a disease and being miserable and dissatisfied and tired can be this convenient excuse for not showing up fully in our own lives or not moving past a difficult period in our history so, like, you can be hiding from your own life by kind of playing the victim or choosing to stay unwell, unhappy, stressed, by not doing the things you know will make you better. So that's a huge part to staying stuck is is at really asking yourself, am I using 
thyroid disease as an excuse to not do certain things that either I don't want to do or that I'm afraid to do. Um, you know, am, am I defining myself by the, my disease? Am, am I not Jen anymore? I'm, I'm Jen who suffers from Hashimoto's. Well, that's not me. I'm, I'm Jen who loves Stevie Wonder and likes to dance and likes to, you know, read and do all these things. And Hashimoto's is just one part of my life. So are you defining yourself by this disease and basically saying to everybody, I have this and therefore I can't do anything else because this is taking over my life. So the people who stay stuck are the people oftentimes who either are trying to play by the rules or don't believe they can heal or are using it unknowingly you know, unintentionally as an excuse to keep them from getting better. So what I'm hearing and what I want to say to the listeners, um, based on what you just said, Jen, is if you are listening, take a moment and stop and think to yourself, really, no one else is, you know, this is just for you. No one can hear you think. So you just take a minute for yourself and try to evaluate and really decide whether you are using this as an excuse use or whether you're playing by the rules or or whatever it is really take a minute and decide is this me because you it's you have it in your mind first you have to change your life i mean first you have to change your mind in order to change your life and uh reina cran said that just now on on the thyroid nation board and and it's so true and so take a minute and listen to what jen said play it back if you want later and and ask yourself those questions because that could be the first step right Absolutely. I think that is the first step. Because if you really that's don't have a question for heal, a lot of people, you're not going to. Yeah. That, that's a very tough question for a lot of people. And, and, and the same thing applies, you know, with taking medications and, and different things like that, too. You know, a lot of people want to be fixed. Fix me. You know, when you have to, you have to take that tally within yourself in order for the healing and the fixing to begin, whether, you know, whatever that requires. So that that is a really key. That's that's awesome, Jen, because that's a very key. Now I'm curious, what happens when I'm assuming in your protocol you approach people with this, you know, with that that type of philosophy. You know, do you get people that pause and are like, you know, have trouble really wrapping their head around the concept of you're in charge of your own future? You know, what what do you want? You know, do you want to heal? Do you want to stay sick? What do you, how much do you see, um, you know, within a lot of your clients, people that really resist that ability to want to heal themselves and be well? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see it as much in my clients, per se, but maybe in the greater community. I'll get, I get loads of emails, obviously, every day, and there will be people who email in and they'll say, Oh, I'm, you know, I, I can't handle this anymore. I can't live with this anymore. I'm desperate. I would do it to heal, except I won't stop eating gluten or cheese or this. Or if you're going <laughs> to ask me to do any of those things, then I'm not going to do it. So I, I kind of talk to them all, you know, about the difference, you know, between staying stuck and, and being successful and healing. And so I, I try to empower people before they even get into my program because my program is for people who want to do the work, who want to take action and change their lives. My program is not for you if you want to sit there staying stuck because um, it, you'll just bring down the energy of the group. And the energy of the group is we are all in this together. We are all supporting each other through our, 
our healing journey so that we can lift each other up and all get well, right? And so I try to weed people out who are not ready yet. And it's not like, it's not mean you're a bad person or you've done anything wrong, but you have to kind of come correct with yourself first before, you know, you start taking these steps because your mindset can determine everything and it can determine even if that medication is going to work or not. So if you're looking for a quick fix, of which we all know there's not one out there for thyroid disease because if there was one, that person who figured it out would be a billionaire, right? So there is no quick fix to it. There's no pill that will take it away. So I just want to talk for a second about, you know, the clients I see that get better because I think it's important to really focus on the positive and what they do that's different than everybody else. So the people who come to me, they're almost already ready. Now, there are some people that do resist, and I do take extra steps to to talk to them offline and not in the group and say, like, hey, I noticed that you say this comment, and I want to tell you how that mindset might be holding you back from healing. And usually I can get people to the aha. You know, they, they feel it. And they're like, yes, that's it, and I'm going to change that mindset. And then I see them take off and then have, you know, amazing healing results very quickly. But for the most part, the people that I see in my group, they are ready to take their health back into their own hands, you know. They are committed to getting better and to taking action. Um, You know, I love this quote by Yoda. I use it. I pull it out on my clients all the time. But it's like, you know, that do or do not, there is no try. So what I see with those who stay stuck is that they always have an excuse for why they can't do something, why they can't make a certain change with their diet or lifestyle. They never say, like, oh, I'm going to commit to this today to feel better. Instead, they'll say something like, I will try to do this today to to feel better. But trying is just an excuse. It's a way out. It is not a commitment to doing the thing that you know you need to do to start feeling better. So what I say to people is, like, if you want to reverse thyroid and autoimmune conditions, especially Hashimoto's, You have to do the things. You have to take action and make those nourishing choices for yourself and your body. So it really starts with that that mindset. But I do get resistance. And what I do, and I get a lot of unsubscribes, you know, from people who are following my newsletter who are not ready to make, you know, I'm not their cup of tea because they're not ready to take action. And I'm looking for the action takers and the people who are ready to heal because I have the tools for them but they have to be willing to do it. You know, I can hand you all the tools, but if you don't take any tools out of the toolbox to start fixing something, then it's just sitting there gathering dust and it's doing you no good, you know. So you have to be willing to make those changes. Wow. I love that. It's a lot. I'm just sitting here. I'm, no, I'm just sitting here. You know, it takes me a minute. You know, I mean, I've got thyroid brain fog, so it, you know, it takes me a minute. I got to digest some things, and it takes me a minute to respond. But I love that. I think that's that's hopefully what we're trying to do on Thyroid Nation Radio, and what you do daily, Jen, is inspire people to to want to get to that place if they're not feeling like they do, and to let them know that there is someone, there are people who can help, and. um you know, it's not all end all be all hopeless. You can you can get better, and it's it's good to hear you say that. It's good to hear a positive spin on it because I've actually had not such a very good past couple of days. Tiffany and I were talking about it, and I can't really put my finger on what. Um, you know, of course, I have all my same you know my symptoms and things, or brain fog and tired, and I have this what I call my symptom is this unmotivation symptom, and. It's, you know, it's kind of like I just don't feel like doing anything, like anything, unless it's something really fun. Then I could probably muster up the energy to do it. 
And so I'm kind of holding myself back a little bit, I think. And and so, you know, it's really important to, to have the support and to know that you have people and there are answers and are ways to, to do things. And so thank you for that, Jen. I know that your people, that you help, and you, you, you have programs coming up, which we'll talk about, where you can help you know, lots of other people. But um, thank you for sharing that because that's, that's important. Yeah, and I think, um, you know, what I tried to do with my book, that the healing Hashimoto's naturally is a really a lot of the book is about self-reflection as well. So, you know, go through my story and everything and, and the pro and some of the protocol that I use to start healing. But what I feel is the real power behind the book is that they're actual prompts where you can start questioning yourself and really take a look at yourself and what your role is in both staying sick and healing. So it, these prompts are easy that that you can just write out on a piece of paper and, and, like you said, take some time to sit with yourself and figure out what, you know, where you're at or what you're thinking or, or to, you know, reveal to yourself what is your real mindset. Because I know that I personally used it as an excuse for a whole year. I mean, there was a year between diagnosis and starting to actually make those those changes because I had put my, my health into my doctor's care. I hadn't taken it back yet, you know. And I just was following what he was doing, and I wasn't really getting better. And I was using it as an excuse to not have the energy to go out with my friends, to not get myself back to work because I was disabled after the car accident. And so I hadn't worked from the period of the car accident through the Hashimoto's diagnosis. And so I was kind of using that as my crush and my excuse for not, like, putting myself back out in the world. So I've experienced this, and I've experienced those kind of raw talks you have to have with yourself where you come clean and say, what, you know, how much is on me? You know, how much of this is me just not doing what it takes to get back out there into the world? So that's what I like about the book is that it prompts you. Well, and and I was going to say in – to go along with what you're talking about as far as the book goes, at the end of each chapter she has a, a little section, kind of a summation, but um, it's titled Give Yourself Some TLC, Thyroid Loving Care. And it gives you points. It's just a great read, and it's very helpful. So you, I'll put the link on, on the site later if you want to get the book. It's also on thyroidnationradio.com right now. But it's really nice because it kind of it's very positive, and it makes you feel good. Give yourself some TLC at the very end of each chapter. It kind of sum, sums everything up. It gives you some pointers. And so the book really is kind of not a workbook per se, but it, it gives you some, some points and some things to, to work on. And one of, the, one of the things you say in the book right here, I'm going to quote from page 39, the changes I made showed myself I cared, that I was important that I deserve to heal, and that was the most important change of all. I love that. I love that. <laughs> it's right? so true. Yeah. Yeah, it actually brought, it was like, tears to my eyes when you read it because I could remember where I was when I was learning this, that, like, so hello? many of us, especially the moms out there. Hello? Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, so so many of us, especially the moms out there, but everybody, I mean, we're caretakers. We tend to care for everybody else and put everybody else in front of ourselves, and then we forget, like, I'm important, and taking the time to care for myself is important, and it's just as important of what I do for my child or my husband or my community or my family or anybody is that I am just as important, and, and, and you know, gaining back that self-worth and self-love was what really helped me then change the mindset around healing and then to make the right steps, 
you know, take the actions that I needed to do to actually reverse the disease. So it's all part of a bigger process. But when you said, when you read that, I mean, it really, it brought me back to those moments. And I kind of got choked up because I, I remember just not having that love for myself and then the transition into knowing that I was worth any time, any effort to getting better even if that put other people's out temporary other people out temporarily while I I did this, you know. Right. No, and, and that's very common with um, you know, like you said, new moms, moms and um I think not just even necessarily for the thyroid community, but for moms in and of itself is is taking that extra time. So what are some really good gen tips on self-care and self-love? You know, you do you ask people to do daily meditations or constant affirmations, some some tips for the listeners, Jen. What What is your, your self-care, self-love um, tips? Well, first of all, it's figure out what you love to do. Like with the things that bring smile to your heart and your face and your spirit, I mean, self-care and self-love can look different for every person. But like for me personally, I love to sing. I make sure I have time, you, you know, away from my family. Like sometimes I'll just take a drive by myself to just sing and blast it out in the car. Um, it can be meditation. It can be journaling every night for 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be a lot. And, and, and meditation can be 10 minutes, 5 minutes. It's taking 20 minutes to do some yoga in the morning or, or doing some dry brushing to help my body detox better or taking a nice Epsom salt bath with a candle and just, like, shutting it down and closing the door for 30 minutes and saying to family, you know, hey, I need 30 minutes to myself. I'm feeling a little overwhelmed. I've got to take care of myself for a little bit. I'm going to go take a bath. I don't want anybody coming in my room, <laughs> you know, like that kind of thing. But making boundaries is a huge, um, you know, leap towards self-care and self-love is just setting some boundaries and saying, you know, I can't be on call for everybody 24-7. Like there needs to be a little, there's got to be a call center for myself. You know, I need to have some time for me. So it's it's those kind of things that are really great for self care. So just taking time to to affirm healing, well being, you know, really assessing oneself and enjoyment. Yeah, enjoyment. I, so I remember much my. <laughs> yeah, I remember my sister one time when um, my sister had three children, and of course, you know, a young mom, and um, you know, just fell into that. You got married. This is what you do, and. I'll never forget uh, a certain period where I said, you need to just go, you know, go get a pedicure. Go, you know, and there were times that she would call me and she had 10 or 15 or 30 minutes and she'd be like, I'd be like, well, okay, so you have time. What are you going to do? She's like, I don't know. It's almost like she lost touch with really what she remembered that brought her enjoyment. It was, you know, she really had to tune back in and say, what what do I love? What brings me life and, you know, so I, you know, even outside of the thyroid community, that was, you know, people struggle with that. That's so important just in life, I think. So that's that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so we really get the, defined by certain roles. So, like, if we're a worker or we're a mom or whatever, sometimes we forget who we are. So it is really important to check in and, and say, what do I like to do? Okay, I'm going to start doing those things. You know? Right. And if you're not sure, just try some things, right? Go get a manicure. Absolutely. Go, like you said, singing. And, by the way, we want a video. We want a video of you singing in the car. <laughs> we do your favorite song. We want a Jen video singing in the car. I mean, that's awesome. I think that's just 
Are you just like you're, you're the car that we pull up next to where you're just you're screaming, veins are popping out of your neck, you're just screaming the song, enjoying, and that is just so cool when I see that. I'm well, like, I'm going to tell on. you, this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do a video because you are committing to giving up your coffee. So if you can give up your coffee, oh, I can humiliate myself right, by girl. singing, and I will send you a video. <laughs> I love it. I would love that because that, I just dig that. I mean, that just screams, I'm alive. I'm happy to be here. And, you know, I'm just totally enjoying thriving in this song. So I, I am so excited. I definitely want to see that. Very cool. <laughs> you Thank won't you. when you hear it. You might want to turn the audio down. but <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm totally cool. Thank you for doing that. Okay, so on, an, on another note. On a, on, not a down note, but what is the biggest mistake that you see people make when they begin their healing process? What's, what's the ultimate gen no-no or the, or the biggest mistake? I think one thing is, that there are two things. Is one is don't, like, overdo it with the, with the Google searches. And don't, um, <laughs> don't try every different type of modality at once. Like, I had one person who tried my program, bought the Gut Summit, but, you know, into somebody else's program, and they were trying to do, you know, five different programs at once, and then they came to me, and they're like, I'm so overwhelmed, and I'm nothing's getting better. And I was like, yeah, you got to pick one, and I don't care if it's mine or somebody else. you got to pick something and stick with it and try that. So it's – and it goes also to researching almost too much. Like, if you try to research – one, you know, MTHFR, which is like the big hot thing, and everybody's researching is really confusing, oh my and, God. and you know, people are going crazy over it, and and the and the research is a little bit conflicting, and nobody totally knows what's going on with it, and then people are just like um, paralyzed, like they can't do anything because they've researched that, or they've researched too much about gluten, or they've researched too much about leaky gut, and it ends up turning into paralysis. So what you want to do is find the person you resonate with, whether it's a health coach, a doctor, you know, a holistic practitioner, um, an acupuncturist, a Chinese medicine, whoever it is, find the person that you want to be a part of your health team. You know, because a lot of times it is, I found it very hard to do this for myself. This is why I created everything about thyroid love and care is I wanted to hand things to people on a silver platter and be like, I did all this terribly hard work. I don't want anybody else to have to go through what I did. Here it is for you. Just go and, and take this and run with it. So I think the biggest mistake is when we overload ourselves. And, and I was guilty of it too. In fact, I did so much research. I was making myself sick. And, and a, a doctor who was working on my hip, not even on my thyroid disease, said to me, Jen, when you surrender to this process, when you just let yourself go, let your body be the signal of what you need to do and tune into it, the answers will come to you. And it's so true. When I finally surrendered, I could let my body tell me like, oh, you, it's something with your diet. Okay. Start with your diet. So I just started there with that one step. It was just my diet. Then it turns into, well, you could use some more, you know, self-care time because your nervous system is a wreck. So then it was like, okay, learn about self-care. And then I went that way. So what it is is learning to tune into yourself. That's the biggest key. Like the no-no is don't inundate yourself with so much information that you can't actually take action. So right. pick somebody to be on your healing team. So many of us need support. I wish there are so many great thyroid leaders out there now that I wish that they had been around when I was going through this. We all kind of are, uh, like cropped up at the same time. 
um, from our own journeys of not having anybody to guide us in this. So it's, it's great to partner with somebody that resonates with you to help you along the journey, no matter what modality it is, so that you can tune in and say, okay, I want to try this, I want to do this, but that you're not responsible for knowing every single thing about medical care. Because it's, it's, the, the information is changing all the time. It's just way too overwhelming. I get overwhelmed sometimes. Well, and people get very hard on themselves. You know, uh, you know I, I try to remind people, you know, we, we didn't get into this problem overnight, and you're not going to get out of it overnight, too. You know, you have to be patient and loving and, and forgiving with yourself. And, you know, people get very overwhelmed, like you said, and then they try everything, and then they throw the baby out with the bathwater. Well, that didn't work. Well, are you sure it was that that didn't work? Or maybe it was that that didn't work. You know, how do you know if you did so many things all at once? Are you really certain of what worked and what didn't? You know, people Absolutely. get so confused and so overwhelmed. It's very overwhelming. <laughs> and it, yeah. there could be multiple things going on, not just one, you know. Um, yeah, so that's that's very cool. Dana, my dear, are you there? Oh, no. Dana, <laughs> are you on the patio in Costa Rica? You're not. Come inside. Yeah, she's out at the beach. I know what's happening. She's just like She has she's left. Sun. She has left and stuck her tootsies in the sand. She's got a great picture. Great. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, I don't know if you have seen it, but she's got a great picture of her uh, her toes in some flip-flops on the sand looking directly at the beach. I'm like, I just am so jealous. I know. It. Just so I keep threatening to come that. down there. So it looks great. Oh, me too. I, me too. I'm, I'm not like, on the beach. Am- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. How uh-uh. funny. Thank you for coming back. Get uh-huh. your feet out of the sand, woman. <laughs> They're not. I mean, that was the second time I was talking. I had questions, and I kept thinking, well, they think I'm interrupting, so they're just going to ignore me. I mean, like, I really thought you could hear me, and so I just kept talking, and sorry. That was one of those What did you say? Can you you tell me and Jen what you said? I have no earthly idea. Are you kidding? Okay, I think it was something about getting paralyzed. Okay, Jen mentioned that. Okay, there was something around that. And also about you know, that. Life, re- that word um, resonated with me too. Paralysis, like you, you just become paralyzed, and you know that that resonated with me too, Dana, when she said that. Yeah. Paralysis, you know. Yeah, because I've been there, Jen. I mean, you said it, and I was like, ding, 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 I win, like a bad prize because I have done that before. Like I have have inundated myself and tried too much, and then I didn't know what to do. So then I just got stuck and didn't do anything. And so your tips and your points and and everything made me feel like, okay, well, all right, you just kind of work through it and and you don't have to be paralyzed. Just just do baby steps, just do little things. And, you know, that's not easy for people. So it's nice to have, like you said, someone uh, that is on your team for support. And I do, I think that's important. And and the other thing was um, don't uh, listen to your body. You know, and everybody, there's not one size fits all with thyroid disease and care. And I really believe in that. I really believe that there's Jen and there's other people and they are here to help and they're here to provide you with with the tools and the things necessary for you to heal. But listen to your body. There isn't one size fits all. Jen doesn't have all the answers. 
nor would Jen say she has all the answers. She has done lots of legwork and has lots of answers and lots of tools and lots of support, and she can guide you in a great direction, but she would you'd be the first to say you don't have all the answers. There is no one size fits all for thyroid, so you do have to listen to your body. You have to. Right, she did so she it, did mention that with the billionaire, right? The one protocol that fixes it all. Right. <laughs> we we right? would all buy it. We'd all be like, I'm on it, I'm all over that. Yeah, right? <laughs> and, Absolutely. And, because there, if you truly listen to your body, I mean, you have to give yourself time. Like if you take this supplement, you can't just in three days say, okay, well, it's not working. I mean, you've got to give yourself time. But I actually know people who, who've who tried the gluten-free thing, and, and, it, and it didn't work for them like it did for others. Not that it didn't help their numbers or anything, because I'm sure we all should not be eating as much gluten as, as we do on a daily basis. Not me anymore. But, but you know, you and she listened to her body. She took time and she did it, and she and then she realized, okay, maybe it's not so much that as it is something else. So listening to your body and and having the the support and realizing that not one size fits all is is probably going to be the best way to heal, right? Absolutely, yeah. And 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 just understanding that it is really a journey, and and that right. you know, at, at one phase you might be doing one thing, and then your body gets to another level and says, "Okay, I need this thing for a little bit of time," and then I need this thing, and then you get to a point of where you don't need things anymore because you've already done the tweaks and you've created a lifestyle, uh, a dietary plan, and you're working with the right practitioner that things are in check. And then when things get, you know, things get out of out of uh, alignment a little bit, you know, if you go through a really stressful period. Um, you know, uh, earlier this year, well, not this year, but last fall, I lost a friend, and I and it really sent oh me gosh. into a stressful period. We were just talking period. about that. And we were just talking you, about that. Thank you. No, oh, ahead, about Darcy. trauma or about? No, about phases. When you said phases, like, you know, People okay. want to be healed and finished, and there is no such thing. Like, it's a constant reassessment, readjustment, phases. There's phases to healing. And like you said, when you, Dana and I were just talking about that this morning, when you lose a loved one or, uh, you know, get a divorce or unfortunate, unfortunate circumstances that are not within our control, you know, you may see a flare of some kind and you have to take a reassessment. So, Awesome for pointing that out on the phases and the journey. That is so key. That is so key. Yeah. It's not a. It's not a. You're done. You're done. We're all done. But you know, you're you're finished. You know, it's still a consistent no. genetic propensity that's 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 under. It's like lurking. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's <laughs> I, I, even I, conventionally healthy people like you. Do you guys remember Jack Lalanne? I mean, he lived forever, right? He lived well into his nineties. Oh my 90s. gosh, he, he was, was like this health person. But he he took care of his health every single day. It's just it's something you have to do. You're in a way you're like a car. You've got to keep the oil burning well. You've got to have like the the oil in there. You got to have the fuel in there. You've got to keep everything tuned up. So it, it's a forever thing, and people don't like to hear that because it would just so, be so much easier if we did have the quick fix. But we don't. And your body is this machine that if you you know kind of lubricate and have the fuel in and tune it up enough, it will last you a long time and give you many years of health and happiness. But it is ongoing. Amen. And and yeah, and I want I want to reiterate that. I want to say I want you to say it again, Tiffany, because we were just talking about that this morning. That whatever word you want to use, you know, remission, reversed, whatever okay, well fine. You are feeling better and you have your disease under control. Whatever word you want to use. 
doesn't matter. You still have things that will be coming at you in life that you can't plan for and you don't know, and you may have a flare and you may have to reevaluate at that point. You may be feeling great for three years, and then all of a sudden, you know, your dog gets run over or whatever, and then you have a flare, and then you have to reassess and listen to your body. Right. I mean, it's just a tune-up. It's a it's a daily check-in or every couple days. or I mean, For me, it should be daily, but, you know, if you're feeling great, maybe you don't have to think about it every single second of every single minute. I don't know, but but really, whatever word you want to use, think of it like it's ongoing but it's just for, for your life, for happiness, for your health, for love and light, just every day. It's not this chore thing. It's a, it's just to keep, you know, gas in the car. You just got to, you know, I mean, who wants to drive around in a dirty car? You want to drive around in a clean car, right? So <laughs> just keep it, right? Just keep yeah. it looking. Fine-tuned. Keep it all nice. Fine, fine-tuned machines. That's right. and, and I love the fact that you said that, Jen, when you first came on. You know, that, that to me... Um, throughout my life has been a huge um, central focus is really appreciating and reveling in the fact that we are brilliantly, amazingly, fabulously designed. And, you know, when we get tired or, or when we feel ill or when we do this or when we do that, we really need to take inventory. And, and I, when you said that, I was just like, two thumbs up. That is so very cool to recognize the fact that our, our bodies, for the most part, are really designed to handle just about everything with the right tools. So that was that mm-hmm. was so very cool. So I would love for you to to sum up your thyroid fix in six and and tell us what's on the horizon for Jen and TLC and the Healthy Plate and all the amazing girl. You have got your hands in so many pots. It's amazing. You are an amazing woman. <laughs> yeah. Or I'm a crazy woman. I don't know which one it is. Amazing or crazy. <laughs> It's amazing. I was watching you on a video, and I have to tell the listeners who haven't seen any of your videos or anything or interviews with people, I was enjoying watching you. You were just lovely. You were lovely. Me too. Watching you speak, I was watching the screen, and I'm just going, she is just lovely. I feel better just watching her. I could have muted it, and I would have been just enjoyed (laughs) watching your gentle movements. You have such a such a gentle, lovely, healing glow about you. I just wanted to tell you that from me personally. Thyroid <laughs> loving care. Thyroid loving care. That is you, right? Perfect. That yeah. is. And I, I was at the same video we were, we were talking about, and we were just like in awe over how lovely you are. So we just know that we're going to be at dinner one night, all three of us having – having some fun, giggling, and maybe it's going to be on the Bowman patio down here. Who knows? But it's going to happen. We were just, <laughs> yep, fingers crossed, right? Okay, yes, tell us tell us about Thyroid Fix and Six and tell us about uh, your best thyroid life and, and what's, what's coming up for Jen Whitman. Okay, so the Thyroid Fix and Six is sort of this life-changing six-week strategy that teaches you one practical step to do each day that you can fit into your busy life so you can start relieving thyroid symptoms and ultimately so you can reverse thyroid or autoimmune and or autoimmune disease. So there's like live coaching with me and it covers leaky gut and symptoms and fitness and diet and detox and all kinds of stuff. And then I used to be a chef. I, I think I may have mentioned that. I don't know if I did. But I created this four-week done-for-you meal plan with grocery lists and a detailed prep plan and family-friendly recipes because 
you know, you really want buy-in from your family when you're starting to make some dietary changes and you want the food to be so good that they don't really notice that you've made it, like, uber healthy for them. So um, I really think that was an important part. But, like, as I mentioned before, like, the best part of um, of the program is that I have this private Facebook group for participants and that they have access to. And this group is, like, a total party. And our members are super compassionate and caring and, you know, people find accountability partners in the group to help them stay on track with their goals. And everybody's sharing resources and supporting each other through, you know, challenging periods, whether it's in their healing journey or just in their personal life. And people will cheer each other on as they, you know, get better and as they have, like, success stories to report and small wins and things like that. So it's an amazing group of people who are all working together to heal and get their lives back from thyroid and autoimmune disease. So I'm really proud of this program. Um, the people who commit to it and follow the program have amazing results. So, you know, sometimes their thank you emails and their stories of how they use the program to improve their lives brings me to tears. Like, I'm just like, oh, I can't believe this. It's so incredible. So, and everybody in the group really supports each other. And I think that's the big thing, to just know you're not alone. Like, there's so many of us out there who have received this diagnosis and you don't have to be fighting this battle alone. You can be in a, like, safe place. And so that's what I love about the group. It's like a safe space to go. You can be yourself. You can talk about your struggles, and you can find solutions. And a lot of times people just air their their kind of personal dirty laundry on there, too, just to get support and to get people away from their family to weigh in on a, maybe a challenge that they're dealing with personally. That's been amazing. And your best thyroid life is um, instead it's an, an online video summit, kind of like the ones you've all seen out there, where I interviewed 28 experts in health, lifestyle, and healing. And the difference um, between mine and the other amazing thyroid summits from this last year is just that um, we're, we're going kind of beyond the science, like the confusion with all the science and the medicine, and we're giving people the practical tools that they can use to get better. So for that, registration is going on now, and it's free, and you get gifts. And then once you register, you receive like a short email series with more free gifts and resources until the summit goes live which should be any day now. We had, like, this technical hitch, and it delayed it the launch. And right now it's looking like late March or early April, but it will go live soon. So, you know, those who sign up now, they'll get the series with all the free goodies and uh, and should come over and join us. And let's see the future. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have something? Well, I want to I wanna... – I want to stop you real quick, just just so that people can understand, because it's it's two separate amazing programs, and they're really cool. And I guess I feel kind of biased because I've known you from a lo- for a long time, or, or since I started Thyroid Nation. So I think you're fabulous. So I I want to do your own little commercial here for you. Uh, this is certainly not <laughs> planned, but I just think that Jen is amazing. And these are two different programs. One of them is the Thyroid Fix and Six, and it's you know specialized care, and she has. Like she said, a Facebook group, and it's very supportive and and all that stuff. And so you get all these gifts and you get all this neat stuff, and that's a whole different thing than Your Best Thyroid Life, which is another program, Summit, that's coming up that she was talking about. That's totally different, and that is, you know, wonderful gifts, but like she said, going beyond the science and giving you, you know, pointers and, and, and things to, to help you heal in a, in a different way. And I just really feel like, you know, both of those are separate 
or together um, would be really wonderful for any listener. And you know, just the help and the support and 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 all of that. But the thyroid, your best thyroid life that's coming out, like you said, I'll have both of the links, of course, on Thyroid Nation. Jim will have them too at thyroidlovingcare.com. Uh, but this Your Best Thyroid Life is really neat because it features some really neat people. Tell us some of the people that are that are you'll hear awesome, from. Awesome, awesome the speakers. Then. Yeah, there's so many. All I can remember <laughs> everyone, but you know, there's Katie, the wellness mom. There's the paleo mom. There's George Bryant. There's Isabella Wentz, who we all love. There's Magdalena Shalaki. You know, all the um, all the great like thyroid people. Dana Trentini. Um, who else? Do you guys have my page up? I don't. And so there's so many, and I feel bad to not remember, like, all 28 No, and it, it covers oh, so many God. different topics, too. Like, it's, 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 like you said, it's different than the other thyroid or Hashimoto summits that we've seen where they, you cover multiple facets, which is very cool. The, the, the speaker lineup is awesome. I, I can pull it up here. Yeah, we look at, I mean, what I wanted to do was, it, it's about your life. It's about living your best life while you're still having to deal with managing thyroid disease. And hopefully you don't have to give much thought into it after, you know, you go through my program or somebody else's program and you and you start to heal. But it's really about your whole life. So it's like, how do I run my home so it's more efficient and more organized so I have less stress and I have more time during the day? That's one thing we handle. How do I feed myself and my family to support healing? That's another thing we do. What do I? What am I looking for in a doctor? Um, what questions should I be asking? What type of doctor should I be looking for? That that's something we cover. Cover home. We cover detox. We cover. Um, a lot of people have questions about uh, vegetarianism and how that can play into healing. We address that in this. We address thyroid cancer. We um, address if you have a thyroid or not. Um, all kinds of topics. It's really about how do you create the best life for yourself so that you are supported in your healing, so that you have the energy to do the things that fulfill you in life, and so that you are just happy with your life and that thyroid disease isn't something that's defining you anymore. You're just doing the things that you know you need to do, and life is grand, and you're feeling great. So that is the point of and it's a free um, video summit. It's very cool. Right. Uh, very, wait, very I'm cool. on here. I mean, you got Alan Christensen, your, oh, yeah. your special conditions, thyroid cancer, um, like you said, Dr. Daniel, soy fertility in your thyroid. I mean, also the supportive Donna Gates, who just did um, a leaky gut and gut health summit. Um, mm-hmm. She's on there as well for special conditions. I mean, you really have done, hey, uh, Sarah Downing is on there, tips for a thyroid oh, change. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes. I mean, the wellness mamas on there. I mean, you really did an an amazing job of combining multiple topics. I mean, I really love it. Looking looking very much forward to it. And um, let's see who else is on here. Trudy Scott. Oh, she's she's a fabulous resource. She's an amazing um, doctor. No, Wynn. she's an amazing well, we person. Yeah. Yeah. We have time. to go back and say that again. We have to go back and say Sarah Downing because she's part of the Thyroid Nation Radio team. So like. That's we should have. I can't. I forgot all about that. And she she's not able to listen today too because she's off doing her self care. So she's she off is. taking care of herself today. She is, and that's fabulous. But she's I retreating she's on there. I'm so glad you mentioned that she is retreating. So good for her. Good that's for her. Wonderful that you have her on there. Yeah, really, right? And food. She's listening. Jen. 
She's doing what you said. That's right, and that's so important. (laughs) She's taking she's taking care of her. She's doing self self care this week. Self care, yeah. And food. Okay, so I really want to tap a little bit on food, which was a very cool portion of your program. Um, You know, I know we don't have a whole much a lot of time left, but for um, Italy food, oh my goodness! I mean, people would love to have you in their house. So. In your thyroid fix and six, you mentioned that you do a meal plan for people. How very cool is that? That is very cool. Well, and I think that's the part where people get so, you know, they're so confused usually. It's like, what can I even mm-hmm. eat anymore? And so right. when you when you feel like you're taking a lot out of your diet, it's, it's not really that you're taking a lot out. You're just restructuring your diet. And there's so many great foods and foods that you you know and love already that can just be adapted in a more healing and nourishing way. So that's what I just make it easy. It's like, here's the recipe. This has been approved by a six-year-old boy and my husband. So it's like, you know, your, your tough customers have, have approved these meals and, and like it. And that's what so some of the, the feedback I get a lot from people participating in the thyroid six and six is that they, they made these muffins for breakfast and they were delicious. So they were just so happy about, you know, everything in the menu, and it, and it just is, it's like inspiration because, you know, I even get totally bored. I can get in a rut with my own meal plans because sometimes I can get kind of lazy about them. So, you know, you have – sometimes you just need inspiration from somebody else who gives you an idea of like a delicious meal to cook that you're like, oh, yeah, I forgot about this, or I've never heard of that, but I want to try it. And then you have something new to add into the repertoire a little bit. Well, and heal, cooking in and of itself is so healing. I mean, just from an aromatherapist perspective i always tell people you know that's traditional aromatherapy is here you know smelling the garlic or the cinnamon or you know i mean for my family you know we always you know you walk outside you walk back inside and you've got chicken soup cooking and it's just the aroma and you know um of course my husband is european so you know eating is very much a healing process in and of itself and i think especially for people with chronic illness they've lost a lot of that food becomes cumbersome rather than truly healing and positive and loving and family and the whole nine yards, you know? It's so true. Yeah, it, it becomes like the antagonist sometimes or the enemy. It's, you know, people start to feel like food is the enemy, but it's not. It's it's the most powerful healing tool, you know? It's, it's you know, they say all, Hippocrates said, but it's like all, all diseases start in the gut and let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And that's and how many thousands of years ago is that? I mean, this, it rings true today. So your food is not your enemy; it's your friend. It's the thing that's going to help you heal. Agreed. Agreed. Totally. And what's amazing to me is that you spent all that time in Italy, and this was before your Hashimoto's diagnosis, and you spent all that time with all that bread and all the pastries and all the coffee and all the cheese. <laughs> Aren't you so glad you got to at least do that, right? Yeah, sometimes I feel like that. I, was, I thought, thank goodness I'd, I'd been there, you know, actually I lived there for a year. I'd been there three other times outside of that for extended period. So I really got to experience it that way. But you were asking kind of about my, my future. I mean, one of the things I'm going to be working on is, you know, adapting for the blog a couple more Italian recipes that I love that mm. I've been trying to figure out how to make it in a more nourishing way or a way that won't be inflammatory or harm the system. So that's kind of what's coming up 
on the blog are going to be some more recipes and, and some deliciousness for people. <laughs> Looking forward to that. Jim, Very cool. Yeah, I mean, everything you get your hands on is, is and everything that Jen has is just really, it, you can feel that it comes with love. And I'm, it's obviously thyroid loving care is a perfect name for you, and and you're an inspiration. I mean, you you've been through a lot. I mean, she didn't. She t- talks more about her her uh, wreck or accident, car accident in the book. Her book is great. You have to pick it up. And you know, it's healing Hashimoto's naturally, and, and it's just a look into you know inside her life and and some tips and things, and it's got great pointers and all that, but. It's just amazing to me if you do read the book and read about her story, where you've come from, Jen, really. I mean, that that was extreme. I mean, not only the accident, but the after. And you're, you know, all the things you had to go through and, and everything after the wreck. And now to look at you and where you are and what you're doing, I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. I'm so glad to call you one of my thyroid friends. And I'm so glad you're a thyroid thriver. She is actually the very first. Thyroid thrivers on the oh page. really so how cool is that is what an yes honor. she is that's so very cool she wrote her story for me a long time ago so so very very cool I'm very proud of you and very happy for all the things you're doing and uh, I hope the the rest of the year goes just as fabulous for you. Thank you. Do you want to tell everybody? Do you want to tell everybody how they can find you? Um, you know, all the different ways, the healthy plate and all the stuff that you have going. You want to tell everybody that real quick, Jen? Sure. Um, you can find me at thyroidlovingcare.com. And there, there's like a 15-day e-course for how you kind of get started in healing. And that's free. You can sign up there for that. And there's a blog and with a lot of free resources there. Um, there's thehealthyplate.org. And that is my coaching practice for um for people who want to really craft the life that they crave, like for people who are unfulfilled in some way, whether it be with health that isn't ideal or their lifestyle is out of balance or they're unhappy in their year and they're trying to get some support around um, figuring out what the next steps are, that's what the healthyplate.org is. It's all about getting the life you crave. And um, there's a kind of a 14-day learn how to sort of detox, declutter, and de-stress your life um, free program there. And where else? You can find me everywhere. I feel like I'm overexposed. I feel like I am everywhere. <laughs> you, you can find me. And, <laughs> and you're also on Facebook, Facebook, yes, Twitter. On Facebook. You're on Twitter, yeah. I'm on Twitter on five different handles, which I think is a big mistake, but I'm on Twitter at Thyroid Love, at Thyroid Foodie, at Jen underscore Whitman, at Healthy Plate Org. You can find me any one of those. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Healthy Plate Org. You can find me on Facebook, Thyroid Loving Care. Um, you can find me on Facebook, Your Best Thyroid Life. You can find me. You want, you want to talk? You can find me. You can find you anywhere. I'm telling you, I love it. That's so great. Oh, gosh, that's funny. And so there won't just be one or two links, guys. There's going to be like 19 I'm going to post for you to be able to find Jen. That's so funny. Well, okay, Jen, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This has been a really great time. I um, I thank you from the bottom of my heart, and I wish you uh, well, and I can't wait to meet you and your husband and your son, and we're going to hang out on the beach sometime. It's happening. Oh, it is happening. 
I'm telling you, I'm warning you. <laughs> I'm coming, and thank you. It's just been such an honor speaking with you both today. It really has. Well, I'm looking forward to watching you in the future, Jen. I, you're a bright light, bright light shining. So keep on the, keep turning on the light, girl. <laughs> thank you so much. Have a great day. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you so much for thank joining you. us, Jen. Thank you. She was amazing. How wonderful was that? Yeah. I know. Oh my God! And I was going to have like. Somebody call in. I always think we're going to have time. I was going to have one of our team call in so we could talk about it. I thought it was so fun to have, like, Penny call or Raina call or Blythe or somebody, Melissa, anybody to call in and talk about her. But we only have, like, what, two minutes and 25 seconds. So, anyway, I just wanted to, to talk with more of, of our team and everybody because she was so wonderful. I'm just so pumped. It was great, wasn't it? You know, it's amazing. These people, it's like you have – it's like – you can have an hour just based on her own testimony, her own journey, her own story. I mean, that, that is a, that's insane what she has been through and, and overcome. And I mean, that's, that's a, that was a thyroid radio in and of itself. One of those, you know what I mean? And then her journeys in Italy and cooking and that's a whole nother show. And, and we need, we need, we need a series of Jen. (laughs) Well, wait, Evidently, there are a series of Jen because you can find her everywhere, right? <laughs> right, right. That's funny. That's funny. Well, okay. Yeah, what did we've I We've only got a minute are, here. Next week, what are we okay. doing next week? We're talking to Stacey Robbins, author of "You're Not Crazy" and "You're Not Alone: Losing the Victim, Finding Your Sense of Humor, and Learning to Love Yourself Through Hashimoto." As well, we've got the sense of humor thing down pat, and Stacey is. Fabulous. I have actually interviewed awesome. her before and talked to her on the phone a few times. So she is going to be so much fun. You need to tune in. Please tune in next week. Another full of light week. Very cool. Yes. Yes. What else? How many minutes do we have? Is the lady counting down and being ugly to you? <laughs> the English woman is yelling at us, telling us we have 60 seconds left. Okay. So make sure to well, follow Thyroid Nation on seconds. Facebook and Twitter. Go ahead. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do this down to the minute? Okay, we should. Yes, we should probably worry. submit your thyroid thyroid. <laughs> submit your thyroid thriver story. That's very important. Do that. We want to hear from you so that you can help everybody else heal with your own journey and your own aha moments and everything that makes you unique to um, to the pieces of the puzzle. Yes, and you you do it, and we're going to do it too because we've challenged each other to turn in our thyroid yes, driver ma'am. story. So we'll be talking about yes, that. Ma'am. So so make sure you do that and uh, tune in next week to your Stacy Robbins and the crazy Tiffany and the sassy Dana and all of us talking and being crazy, and uh, it'll be lots of fun. The I collective promise. Voice. Okay. That's United right. we heal. This is Dan. Well, we're you, done. Of course. How many seconds do we have? That's it. We're done. We're done. Okay. Did you not see the timer? If I'd known you hadn't seen no, the timer, I, I, I would have been telling I couldn't find it. I, I have so many tabs open. I was like, I kept clicking and clicking and clicking. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my okay, God. Okay, I'll call you on your what phone. What happened? <laughs> okay, okay, bye. Okay, I'll call you on your phone. Okay, bye. Bye.